Like, right when it started, I looked over at Samantha, and I was like, oh, my God, it's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles trailer. And she's like, what's wrong? Every time I see the characters, I think of the Hunchback of Notre Dame. When he when he takes <laughs> off to show April, like he takes off his mask, he's like, "It's okay, it's just it's mask. fine." Look. <laughs> then he goes, "Dong, dong." Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? You are one pathetic loser. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the podcast where we discuss the best and worst movies from the 90s. This is Real 90. If you're going to spew, spew into this. The first rule of Fight Club is, you do not talk about Fight Club. What's your favorite scary movie? You can't handle the truth! Tonight on Real 90, we discuss the 1992 baseball classic, A League of Their Own. But first, let's introduce ourselves. Hello and welcome to episode 8 of Real 90. I'm Nick Prince. I'm Eric Connor. I'm Ricky Glore. And I'm Shay Hornbeck. No, I'm Shay I'm Shay Hornbeck. And I'm Shay Hornbeck. Right. Hey guys, it's episode 8. We made 8 of these already. Well, 7 of these. Now we're on 8. We're all Shay Hornbeck. 8. Crazy. This is 8. Wow. We could stop right now and have 7.5. I was going to say, we are currently making we 8. We could. Well, really? This is going to be a really... Short what show. About 7.2. <laughs> no, it'd be like 7.1. 7.2. You guys watch any of those uh, Cineflix? Skinflix. Those movie buns? I watched, uh, showed my girlfriend for the first time, Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. Why? <laughs> what? Because it's amazing, and I'm surprised someone with your love of the airplane movies, Eric Hunter, and Scary Movie 3 that you don't enjoy this movie, and also of music. I don't even know what this is. It sounds like a porno. Walk Hard? Yeah, it's a bad... Walk Hard... What was it? Something Cox? Parody of Walking the Line. The Dewey Cox story. It's a parody of Walking Hard films. Jimmy. Walk Hard. No. It's just fucking Walk Hard, Grandpa. Walking Hard. No, it's not Walking Hard. (laughs) Uh, It's John C. Riley. He plays parody of... Uh, Ray Charles, um, Johnny Cash is the primary parody that they're doing. But the movie is so ridiculous, it's not a straight-up scene-by-scene parody of any movie. That's why I kind of akin it to the Airplane movies, is because it's just ridiculous. And I think the soundtrack's pretty incredible, and basically every person that's been in a Jude Apatow movie makes an appearance somewhere. Um, I I just think it's a good, fun time. Like I said, the uh, soundtrack blows me away. That's what I watched. Oh, that sounds boring. You sound boring. You're boring. I don't like him. That's the thing. I don't like John C. O'Reilly. Yeah, if you don't like him, you can't. Uh, I could take him in small doses. I mean, because the movie, he's in every scene. Is he, Ricky? Does he play his same John C. Riley character? Pretty much. Kind of like the like the dumb guy, kind of? Yeah. Yeah, you should watch it. I mean, because that's what he is in Talladega Nights. You should watch it, Nick. Step Brothers. I, uh, and... I think you'll like it, Nick. I'd be... I'd be surprised. What's it Walk, called again? Walk, Walk hard, hard. The Dewey Cox story. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, Christ. I'll put it in my notes. Walking hard, the Air Jesus notes. Christ story. Got no, you. it is not the Jesus. <laughs> right, yes. It's about how Jesus Christ was a was a rock and roll superstar. Jesus Christ superstar. Well, I mean, in his own right, yeah. What was his name? Dewey Cox? Dewey Cox? <laughs> Just walk hard. Just search walk hard okay. with John C. Riley. IMDb <laughs> and right. you'll find it. Gotcha. If you watch a weird gay porn, it's not my fault. <laughs> You've got only yourself this to is, blame. This is nothing that you said it was going to be. I was very uncomfortable the whole time. 
I got 30 the minutes in and, was the really good. and the girls never showed up. <laughs> yeah, what's up with this? <laughs> I kept waiting. And, and I thought, oh, well, shit, I'm 30 minutes in. I might as well watch another hour. Right. Halfway there, I might as well finish. All right. Uh, Nick, what did you watch? What movie that I can misunderstand what you're saying did you watch? Oh, me? Uh, so I went to uh, Texas this past week. So on the plane, I, which they've been out for a while, and I have never watched them. I watched the first um, uh, Captain America. Oh, yeah. I forgot. I saw I liked the second it. one. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't like them? Meh. See, these Meh. movies were made for people like me, people that don't really follow comics that much, so no, no, I know no, no, enough about... That is not my problem with it. I think it's got a great oh, supporting okay. cast. Um, I hate the action sequences. Captain America, hand-to-hand combat, right? You don't need that much CGI, and the action sequences of him one-on-one fighting people look like a video game. Like, they motion-suited. Really? Yeah, I think it looks... I thought it looked awful. I don't know. I didn't get that. Because normally uh, that that bugs that that really bugs me when I see stuff like that, like the uh, like the Matrix movies, mm-hmm. like when he, uh, especially the second one, when he's like fighting in, I think it's the second one, when he's fighting in like the uh, like the courtyard. Oh, and there's like a thousand. Smiths. He's fighting like the thousand Mister yeah Mister Smith. The second, and, like he looks Matrix he looks like rubber. Anyway, he just looks like a big black Gumby, like bending around, like fighting mm-hmm. all the. <laughs> yeah, so that bugged me, but I didn't, I didn't really notice anything horrible with Captain America. Yeah, there's a couple scenes in a montage. I mean, I liked a how couple true is it to it. the uh, how true is it to the comics? Um, it's as far as like the origin story and all that. Yeah, origin story is pretty spot on. Bucky's older. Bucky wasn't supposed to be the same age as Cat, but it's I like the relationship that they do with that and the actor that plays him. Um, Hugo Weaving is speaking of Matrix, and you said about Mister Smith. That's the Red Skull in Captain America. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. I said, the cast is great. It's just Chris Evans, everything else that he's played has been a super cocky character. Not that you can't play different characters. Right. But I just kind of feel like he was, yeah, I just think he was really miscast. And I saw the second one, and people are jizzing all over that movie. People think it's oh, the really? greatest superhero movie next to, like, Iron Man or Dark Knight or whatever. And, uh... Hmm. So the whole movie is Chris Evans, who's a mediocre actor, with Scarlett Johansson who's a bad actress. They're together the whole movie, and it's yeah. just like, Jesus Christ. You are not hot enough hmm. for, to go past your bad acting. I thought they did a really good job at the beginning putting, um, crap, what was his name? Who plays Captain America again? Chris. Chris Evans. Making him look little. Yeah, Chris Evans. Yeah. I kept, like, trying to find, like, flaws in it. And I was mm-hmm. like, did, there's no, did he, like, shrink down and then, like, buff up? And I was like, there's no way he did that, but... <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. The other uh, ones I watched uh, were um, the th- the the Thor movies, the first two Thor. Those I like uh, films. Yeah, they were pretty good. I think though, out of out of the two that I, I liked Captain America better. The first, did you and maybe it was just I, I, I was just, just a little. I just watched the first. Okay. I just watched. Yeah, I just watched Thor, but I liked the first Thor. I wasn't the second Thor. Eh. Uh, the uh, the Dark World or whatever mm-hmm. it's called. Yeah. I think I was just kind of... I like it like on Earth and this one didn't take... Or did it? Wait. I forget which one. No, part of one it, of them it, like... It, this first one's mainly f- on Earth and the second one's mainly in, mainly in uh, yeah, Asgard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the second one I didn't really... I didn't like the whole... I wanted to kind of stay on Earth. I like the superheroes on the Earth. It's not as magical when everybody can do... 
all right, yeah. stuff. But those were pretty good. I like those. Eric, wake up. How about you? Well, you guys have already been bashing the movie I watched, so... What was the one what, you watched? Captain America 2? Yeah, I saw Walking Hard. Winter Soldier. Walking Harder. Well, what did you think of it? I thought it was great. Oh, I haven't ba- I haven't seen it, so I can't bash it. Like I thought it was one of the one of the best superhero movies I've seen. Was it? I really liked I, think so. I really liked Captain America. I didn't have any really I didn't have any issues with it, so I don't see why I wouldn't like the second one. Yeah, my brother and I just I mean, it's I know ever all the movies are in phase 2 right now, and so they're all supposed to be a little darker. Thor obviously having dark in its subtitle, The Dark World. Um, Captain America 2 is supposed to be a little darker. It's supposed to be more like espionage. Yeah. More mystery. And I felt there was no mystery. Like, anybody that... We talked about this in the last episode. Kind of knowing the ending. Like, sometimes a twist ending. And Nick, you mentioned that it's bad writing if you're not surprised. I was not surprised by anything in Captain America 2. The Winter Soldier. Like oh, yeah. Everything played out. The well, way I mean, did I you? Expected. Well, the did you know the ending from the Hydra's comics, or, or is it around, entirely different? Little surprised. Yeah, yeah, but Shield going down. I mean, but for how long? I mean, there's an ABC television show called Sh- Agents of Shield. So Shield's obviously not like the rise of Shield happening again is going to be the Avengers too. See, I don't see that happening. Like because right now Shield is the but, only thing that's holding all these Marvel movies together. Yeah, and Shield's gone. Like. It's gone. I don't see it. Is coming it gone? Because there's a television show that ties into all these movies called Agents of Shield right now. Yeah, I heard you, Ricky. It's a TV show. But the lead role, the the main right, agent right, on but, there, has died. Saying, it's the same actors. Yeah, that's the same actors. Nobody's not dead. That was a they. That was a misdirection in Avengers. He didn't really die. Right. Agent Colton Colson. Right, right, right. Even though they said he was yeah. dead, he didn't really die. Right. He. They did that just to boost up. And get all the Avengers together to fight the cause. Yeah. And Colby Smolders, who plays uh, one of the agents, which is in Captain America, she's joining Agents of Shield, the TV show, almost full time now because now How I Met Your Mother is done. Thank so there's God. still going to be a show called Agents of Shield, and they're doing a storyline about how Shield is now disbanded, but there's still a faction, there's still a group keeping it going. Hmm. I just I don't see that happening. But there's <laughs> how do you not see it happening? They're doing it. No, I I don't see there being a shield ever again. There may be something like it, but it won't. So be there'll shield. be Avengers, but there'll be no shield with the Avengers. Well, no, I think the way that they're going to start linking these movies together is by the artifacts that they've been finding, like in Thor and uh, the one that's on the end of Loki's his staff, like that. I th- that's how these movies are going to be tied together. But I don't think there's going to be shield anymore. Hmm. Shield will. I mean, shields still going on in a smaller capacity and it'll only get bigger and the artifacts thing i get because the guardians of the galaxy and thanos and the fist and the glove and the uh the rings but what i don't get is the teaser in captain america spoiler alert is uh quicksilver and scarlet witch right and they can't say that they can't say that they're mutants because they don't own the rights to their mutant character versions because 20th Century Fox does and does the X-Men movies. They can't say that their dad is Magneto, so they have to say at the end of Captain America 2 that they're experiments. Hmm. So they're not born this way. Which, which I'm fine like, with. I mean, that's that's a technicality, if you ask me. 
why do you even fucking call him Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch then? Well, he hasn't. They haven't called him boy. anything yet. We're just assuming that's who they are. They're, no, I mean it's released. That I mean, yeah, in the movie we don't, but there's already set pictures of them on Avengers Two and stuff in the costumes, and their names are Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. Right, but I mean that's anything can change. And man. they. Jo- I mean, it's not going to. <laughs> Anything can change. Like, there's still going to be a shield, and it's still Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. It's not going to be a shield. Man. I mean, I, I, right I, now. I think there will be, but I, I agree with Eric. I don't. I don't, I don't think they're eight. neat. There doesn't necessarily have to be a shield. Those they can all come together yeah, exactly. and fight. That's, there doesn't have to be. That was that was I'm what was tying fight. all the movies together for Avengers, and now they don't need it right, anymore because they could just reference Shield. I'm a part of Shield, and that immediately tied everybody. Or they can just, right, or can they just the say Avengers like they do the in Avengers initiative? Or they can say like they did after every Avengers movie, every like Captain America, that thing in New York, that thing in New York. They reference yeah. that to tie all the movies in. It was just a mission, and it was just a team. Now the Avengers are going to be an actual thing that aren't exactly. This isn't you know a component of Shield. The Avengers are a thing. Like the X Men are a thing. Yeah, I mean Robert Redford, of course, is the bad guy. And I would have been more surprised if it would turn out that he was going to be Red Skull and had stayed alive all these years or something. That I can see happening. Because I think they killed off Red Skull way too quickly. They were going to bring Red Skull back, but Hugo Weaving didn't have a contract and said he wasn't going to play him again. Fucking get somebody else. (laughs) He has red paint on his face. It can be all right. I thought Robert Redford, I thought they were going to do that Red Skull is a different person every time. Right, that Red just Skull's just under, an entity. It's yeah. not actually a person anymore. Right, kind of like Hydra, kind of like what Shield is going to be, but no Shield, no Shield. There's no Shield. Not gonna happen. Did you watch anything else? No, I mean, I just. What do you think of Falcon? <laughs> you mean not Will Smith? Yeah. Well, I mean, I like that guy. I think he's a pretty good <laughs> actor, but sure. I don't. I, I just. I, I didn't. I don't. <laughs> I guess a problem that I'm having with a lot of these newer action movies and that I didn't really feel or see in older movies or even 90s movies is the action sequences feel so much like a video game. Right. Well, you better get used to that, man. That's not going anywhere. Like, we got to turn off this thing and you got to go do this thing. And while I'm doing this, like, I don't know. It really, for some reason, really takes me out of the movie. Like, oh, the Falcon's wing got clipped. They, They seem very planned and like outlined hard like even when i'm watching it but maybe i'm not getting lost in the wonderment anymore my biggest issue with stuff like that because he's not a superhero he's just got he's just a guy that's got this really cool contraption of wings on his back that allows him to fly by himself without any you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. once that's done that's it's gone it's over like he's out of commission yeah, like, oh, yeah, oh. Your dude. like that's yeah. what I was waiting for because I was like, okay, I know. If, <laughs> like, well, I was hey, like, okay, I know there's, a, I know Falcons in this movie, and then you know you you're introduced to the black guy at the very yeah. beginning of the movie. I'm like, okay, well that's Falcon. Now how are they going to do it? Like how are they going to give him the wings? How are they going to get him to fly? Find out that it's this military program that they put on a couple of years back. He was one of the test subjects. Uh, blah blah blah. Still had access to these wings with that were jet propelled they were pretty badass and i'm like okay i'm like all right so yeah, how cool. soon are these going to get knocked out of commission and he's just gonna like get a hold of captain america and be like oh hey by the <laughs> way uh can't fly anymore so uh good luck and it's like like i don't want that anymore like that's 
I'm tired of that. There's a lot of those moments which kind of make me think of The Dark Knight Rises, when after Batman has been stabbed and Bane looks like he's going to kill them, Catwoman comes out of nowhere and saves Batman, and you're just like, oh, well, that wasn't really her fight. Right. I kind of wish Batman would have fought her. There's a lot of moments like that, like when Falcon's fighting that one bad agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. slash Hydra who looks like a gay porn star. I, I don't know if that's true. Do you know when the building no, comes in No, I know who you're talking about, him? but I don't think he looks like a gay porn star. Well, my brother... Walk hard. Who's gay... Walk hard. He's in cock hard. I don't know what that means. I mean, did... what did, Like, was there, like, a scene with him in the background he was blowing somebody? Is that... Yes. Okay. Well, then that makes sense. That's actually the symbol of Hydra. Is like... Well, don't you have egg on your face, no, Eric. It's semen it's on semen your face. on my face. So, I didn't get my protein for the day. So, like, you predicted, like, oh, at what point in this movie? It's probably going to be at the the big, like, the climax when the Falcon loses his wings. Like, you were preparing for that. There, For me, there were so many scenes like that where the one scene I really liked was the fucking computer when they find out that Hydra has been running nonstop. Like, that was cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. The Winter Soldier was cool. Well, he's always been cool. Yeah. I like Bucky. That's a good storyline. But no, I just, mm-hmm. I mean, you can kind of get away with it, like, with Iron Man. Because Iron Man doesn't have any special powers. He's just a genius, and he's got a shit ton of money. So, like, the first mm-hmm. time I watched Iron Man, like, I kind of felt felt the same thing. It's like, okay, at what point is there going to be, well, I don't have my suit anymore. Now what am I going to do? Because that, that brings the, the humanistic part into the movie, which is all the rage nowadays. Like, none of these superhero movies are actually fantasy driven anymore there's there's a lot of human elements to it and that's you know the grittiness and the darkness and stuff like that but luckily the, um, they realized that iron man had so much money that he is never out of equipment like he's <laughs> got an endless supply well and also the character has an internal struggle struggle of the god complex and the hero where the falcon's not that interesting he's just a hero and he'll die if he has to whatever Tony Stark's always about saving himself and then through the growing of these movies, saving the people he loves, like Pepper or his friends, the other Avengers. But you you hit the nail on the head, like this movie was supposed to be human and gritty. And like Iron Man three is a mystery where most of the movie Tony Stark's not even wearing the uniform and he's right. hanging down getting clues and stuff. Like that's what I felt this was trying to do too much of, except the lines weren't clever. The acting wasn't good. Like, Robert Downey can do that. Like, I'll sit and watch him. I'll sit and watch an Iron Man movie where more than half of the movie he's not even Iron Man because he's good. Yeah. And also the script was written by Shane Black. Like, this script, there were so many cheesy lines. Yeah, I liked it. Well, if that's how you feel, I I would stay away from the third one then. Which one? The third. Yeah, the third Captain America because if they follow the storyline, like, um, right. like it looked like they set it up it's going to be like he's going to go rogue he's going to tr- lose the suit like he's not going to be Captain America anymore he's going to be his they're going to turn him into his alter ego can't remember what it was called but he's got a he's got a gay looking suit what the hell's the alter ego called <laughs> gay man gay man no <laughs> like the, the name is cool but I can't remember what the let me see if I can find it really quick well luckily it's going to be quite a while until that happens because we're going to get Avengers 2 before that well, they're they're talking about releasing at the same time that Batman Superman comes out next in two years. Oh man, can't wait for that. Well, well, yeah. I, I just want to see it. Like, it can be a bad movie. Like, I hated Man of Steel, and I know you guys didn't care for it, but 
still just to see Batman and Superman on the screen at the same time. Yeah, I mean, I like, I'm going to see it, obviously, because I want to see how well um, Affleck does, mm-hmm. but that's, that's, uh, that's, that's about it. Captain uh, Vengeance? Is what it is? It says Evil Steve Rogers. Something else. Does he have no, a skull really, on his? It's really bad looking. Nomad. That's what it's called. That's what his alter ego is called. Nomad. Pfft, I like Captain Vengeance. Leaps, he keeps the title. Keeps so, the title. Like, that's when he, like, strips, you know, his suit. He's not. He he no second man. guesses the, the U.S. government <laughs> and what it stands for. and Which, I mean, you kind of got at the beginning of the, of the second one because he's constantly questioning Nick Fury and what mm-hmm. S.H.I.E.L.D.'s doing, uh, which you won't have to worry about anymore because S.H.I.E.L.D. doesn't exist. So. <laughs> what are they going to call the show? Just Agents of Things? Agents of... I mean, they couldn't do an alternate reality. I mean, come on, man. No, I'm. I'm they saying really no. wanted to keep that. I know. Keep that yeah, show yeah, but going. I'm telling you, keep that show going. This show, but from is what I read, it's. It's from what I read, following it's the movies. fucking doing awful. Yeah, but like the week after. So I don't see it lasting longer. The than week a season. after Winter Soldier came out, it did the storyline of Shield collapsing, and these rogue agents and whatnot. Again, just what I read because. I didn't care for. I watched one episode. I know that's not a lot to give a show, but nothing intrigued me about it. So, uh, last week we had Phantasm three, and Shay was unable to watch the movie before the episode. Um, Shay listened to the and watched the live stream video on YouTube, and after watching it, got intrigued by the storyline and bought all four of the movies. Uh, he watched one through three in two nights. And he likes the no, series. No, he downloaded he said three, all four of the movies. <laughs> he said that three was his least favorite, and that two was his favorite, and one that he liked, but that he ultimately had to go with uh, my opinion on the series, and that he liked them so far. And he says to you two that he thinks you guys should watch one and two and reevaluate the series. What's it called again? <laughs> Walk hard. I don't know. I'll try it. Fatism. <laughs> Walking hard. But anyway, that was Shay's walking two bits hard about the series. Awesome. Yeah. I'll try it. No, I'll man, I've it. got way too much other shit to do. I'm not wasting my time watching these awful sci-fi. <laughs> oh, come on. No. Watch them while you watch them while you sleep. I've already got horrible what? screaming night terrors. I I don't want any more. Eric. Ricky yeah, won't know. So R- Ricky so won't good. know. Just say. That you watched him. No, I'll just tell Ricky now. I'll be honest with him like I always am with you guys. I am not wasting my time, Ricky. I apologize. Right. I'll waste my time, Ricky. Yay! <laughs> He's happy. <laughs> I'll waste my time, Ricky. Over the next three years, I'll watch two two of those sure. movies. Oh, we've got that long? Well, yeah, I might do that. <laughs> yeah, what do you think? What, what is this? It's not school. We don't like have like soon. a due date on Hunter, this. I've seen the shit you watch. We don't? To say that you're not going to watch That's the loophole. See, you got to listen for the loopholes. He, he just said we had to watch the first two. He didn't say when we had to watch the first two. No. What shit do I watch? Predator 2? One of the picks for this series? He does not. Dude, Predator 2 is way better than Phantasm oh. 3. Uh, I'm, oof. Wow. Oof. Uh, Come on. I don't know. I don't know. Because I hate him both so much i don't know which one <laughs> i hate them both so much yeah but you love the predator character right i like the predator character in predator so right well he makes a reprising role in the second <laughs> one there's a bunch more at the end i'll take i'll take that back i liked him in two i just didn't like um the movie. Uh, danny glover 
The movie was horrible, I, I and I hated Danny like anything with Danny Glover. Right. Lethal well, Weapon. Lethal Weapon's not too bad. Angels in the Outfield? I never liked him. I definitely didn't what? like that. I know you don't like him in Saw. <laughs> no, he's so bad. Oh, that's why he dies. So bad. So bad. Mm. Mm. Uh, Danny Glover. He could hear me now. Riggs! Riggs! You sound like a pig squealing now. No. So bad. Riggs! Yeah, well, that's Riggs! Danny Glover. Riggs! <laughs> that's Danny Glover. A squealing Hey, pig. that's not me. And I think that's you. <laughs> okay. Well, is that your awful black impression? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's hey, not me. That's you not lost me. some viewers. Aw. What's going on? What? 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 He did a black impression, so we lost some viewers. Oh, what? of the three viewers, how many did we lose? Hey, but we got the <laughs> white know. supremacist on our side again, though. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> we lose some to gain some. <laughs> that boy's funny with his impression. But you know we're going to lose them with League of Their Own. Oh, a movie about women playing right. sports? Mm, no thanks. And then it'll just be us again. Just <laughs> oh. us. And Shay. Oh, by myself. Don't want to be. Commercial. 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 I've always dreamed of pitching in the majors, just like Nolan Ryan. Now pitching Nolan Ryan. I'm going for a no-hitter with Nolan Ryan strike zone baseball. You pitch right in your room as the announcer gives the play-by-play. The pitch. Swing and a miss. Pitch to the flashing light. Better hit it or the batter will. It's a line drive to center. Two out. This guy's pretty tough. Strike three. That's the ball game. Nolan Ryan strike zone baseball. It's like playing in the big leagues. Better warm up. I'd like to lead you all in a little prayer. Dear Lord, may our feet be swift, may our bats be mighty, may our balls be plentiful. And Lord, I just like to thank you for that waitress in South Bend. You know who she is. She kept calling your name. This summer, Tom Hanks is managing the impossible, the Rockford Peaches. Still missing the cutoff man. Now that, that, that's something that I would like you to work on before next season. Columbia Pictures would like to take you out to the ball game for an all-star comedy. They'll pay you $75 a week. We only make 30 at the dairy. Well then, this would be more, wouldn't it? The manager, Tom Hanks. Are you crying? There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. The catcher, Gina Davis. What do you say we slip in the back seat and 
You make a man out of me. We should have smacked you around for a while. Can't we do both? The pitcher, Lori Petty. I made it! I'm a Pete! A Rockford Pete! The scout, John Lovitz. Are you coming? See how it works here. The train moves, not the station. And batting cleanup, Madonna. What if my uniform bursts open and, oops, my bosoms come flying out? You think there are men in this country who ain't seen your bosoms? A league of their own. All right. God knows we have a game. It's not like any of this helps, believe me. Directed by Penny Marshall. Shay, uh, even though he is not with us, don't worry, he's not dead. He's just not on the podcast at the moment. He's he's running for running for president or something. Uh, but his pick for this episode was the 1992 baseball classic film A League of Their Own. One of uh, one of the great Penny Marshall films. Uh, with the cast, a huge cast: Tom Hanks, Gina Davis, Laurie Petty. John Lovitz, Madonna, Rosie O'Donnell, huh? And all right, that's really what brought the fans to the theater. But this this movie takes place in the early 1940s, specifically 1943, when the All American Girls Professional Baseball League was formed. Due to the war, World War II, a lot of the top players um, were due to the draft were shipped overseas. So. The owner of the Cubs at the time, Philip K. Wrigley and the Wrigley Gum, uh, got together with a lot of the other uh, team managers and owners and came up with the concept of having women uh, play baseball, the All-American Girls Professional Baseball League. Yeah, it's crazy. It was to keep the interest in baseball. but so they, So the movie actually had a little twist that instead of Philip K. Wrigley. It was uh, Gary Marshall played. Gary Marshall's um, brother. Uh, what was his uh, first name? Harvey. Harvey. Harvey Bars. Um, oh my God! I just watch this, and I can't think of his first name. Walter. Was it yeah. Walter? Walter Harvey. Yeah. Walter Harvey. Yeah, he owns he owns the Harvey Bar, and he is. I don't know if he's the owner of the Cubs. I guess, I don't think he's. The, I don't think they say what team he's the owner of. But instead of Wrigley Field, it's Harvey Field. So that's where the first tryouts are. Where Wrigley Field was, where the first tryouts in the in the actual the field looks very much uh, like Wrigley Field um, with the grass, right? Yeah, uh, and the brick wall, and you have the vine. Yeah, yeah, you have the vines on the uh, the ivy on the wall. So yeah, it's it's a total. They're, they're going with the, the same thing. Um, but Gina Davis and Lori Petty are both sisters, and John Lovitz is a scout, and he's I forget what town. I think it's Iowa. Are they in Iowa? Or Georgia or something like that, but anyway, he comes through the town, finds them, and they are scouted. They, well, Gina Davis is, and then Lori Petty comes. <laughs> Tell along. me more. Tell me more of the movie, Nick. And the rest is history. <laughs> and what does he say? <laughs> Did you tell the cows you'd ride them? It was a great movie. I like. Uh, I mean, the movie is by far a classic, and I mean, before we even get to the rating, I'm, I'm, it's going to get a top rating for me. Oh man. Now I'm uh, just waiting for it. I don't know anybody that's ever seen this movie and said it was horrible. Yeah, yeah. So To stir the pot. 
I'm waiting for Hunter to play devil's advocate and be like, this is horrible. Women shouldn't be on the field. Baseball's stupid. Go hockey. The trailer you just listened to, I picked the trailers and I, I listened. Yeah, I listened to a bunch of them because I had to, I figured that that was maybe right. like a trailer on a VHS tape or something. But no, that was the officially horrible. released trailer for the movie. In that song, I was oh telling Ricky before the episode started that it sounds almost like a like a, a mashup. Like somebody took that. Uh, I think it's like "Take Me Out to the Ball Game" or whatever the song that mm-hmm. was playing in the background, and like they cut it in over top of the old trailer and took out that music because it like stopped suddenly and then there's like a line and then it starts back up. So it's it was very weak. It's a bad trailer, and no, like if I would have seen that without having seen the movie. I wouldn't have gone and watched it. It was so bad, and it's it's pretty pandery, and it's just very... It kind of mocks the women. It doesn't feel like they're showing the representation of how people reacted to women playing baseball, which they do in the trailer, but it almost felt like the trailer itself was like, women playing baseball, what will they think of next? And it's like, no, this happened in history. Right. And we were talking earlier, and we both... Yeah, and we both said it felt like uh, yes, the bad news we both bears. said that at the same time. Yeah. We were chatting. That trailer did not do justice for the film. And I agree with you. If I saw that trailer, I probably wouldn't have seen the movie. Well, the movie itself is very uh, women empowerment. Women can do what men can do. Blah, blah, blah. Men realizing then. Yada, yada, yada. But the trailer the trailer does not propel women at all being strong. Um, something I, I learned... Um, no. I might have known this, is that there was a 1987 documentary called A League of Their Own where it's a son and a film crew follow his aunt and his mom to the all-women all uh, reunion. And that's what this movie is based off of, is that documentary. And there's not a lot I don't know about this movie. Like, I know there was a television series yeah. that was terrible and only a couple people from the cast, minor characters... Like Betty Spaghetti appear in it. Um, but now knowing that there's this documentary, I, I really want to watch it. Because as we said when we this movie was picked and we got it from Shay, that uh, I've watched this movie like three times of this past year. Yeah, same. Yeah, I watched this one a lot. And it's one of those movies that I really don't get bored of. There's some movies where I can only watch one time a year and that's it. If that. Um, this one is one of those ones where I can just, if I'm not, I can't, I'm not in the mood for any specific type of movie and I just want to watch a movie, this is this will be the one because I know it's entertaining and I'll, and I actually met one of these not the not the actress i met the actual i'm sure yeah the woman i and uh went to the all-star game in 2011 i think when it was in with the diamondbacks or at the diamondbacks and uh they at the fan fest where they have a ton of baseball stuff the uh all-american women's baseball team was there and shirley baker is the woman i met she was old (laughs) and she was hot (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she was hot teacher she was old and ann cusack so it's the girl that can't read shirley biker yes so we haven't milky white we haven't breath. heard from you hunter what right. did you think of a league of their own have you had you seen it before oh yeah <laughs> and that's that's great commentary from the one and only eric hunter thanks eric <laughs> Eric Hunter's two-word review. Oh yeah, it stinks. I, I mean, what do you what do you want me to say? More. Oh, <laughs> like, I mean, do you want me to be the bad guy in this one or not? I don't know. Are you? Are me, you? Are you? A, are you a fan? You told of me baseball you were always films? honest with me. So let's 
fucking pull out that wagon of honesty. Well, I didn't know it was in the back of a wagon, but... Um, well, it's not in the back. I mean, this isn't like a race thing. You don't have to sit yeah. in the back of the wagon. Pull I mean, it there's out. not a lot of room in the wagon. Are you sure it's not a race it's thing, Ricky? Are you sure? Are you positive? It's not a race thing, Eric. I'm positive. Why are right. people white riding in a wagon anyway? I don't, cause and how wagons small are, are these awesome? people that you could fit a front and a back? Sounds dangerous. It's not, it's not the size of the the people. It's the size of the wagon. It's a big wagon. It's a big wagon. Wagon. It's the motion of the wagon. No, I like this movie. I think it's a good movie. There's a couple of things I don't care for in it, but um, do tell. I, I, I thought you know. I think uh, Tom Tom Hanks did an excellent job, and I thought uh, John Lovitz did an excellent job. Um, I actually read that apparently he was supposed to be a bigger role in the movie, and they cut that down because everybody thought he was just funny so they just left it at him being funny so i thought that was a interesting i don't care too much for the huh yeah i saw that too like he was oh i, was, I read that too yeah. like he was supposed to come back um, later on in the movie i i don't care too much for the whole like i don't understand why it has to be a flashback like why they have to show the like the actual actresses and going to the baseball hall of fame like why they couldn't just do something during the credits to show that they were inducted to the Hall of Fame. Like, I didn't care for any of that stuff. Like, I think it should have just been a period piece and they should have just left it as it was, but I don't know. Like, I I think it was to give back and give some, uh, show some homage to the, to the women and show that they were inducted into the Hall of Fame instead of just a, some text yeah. on the back of the movie. I don't really care. I mean, that's. Because there's a time when I like that, and a time when I, and I don't think that would work. I don't like a lot of times they'll do movies, and they you can tell they were running out of time, and they they didn't have time to put that in there, so they would just be like, "Oh, we'll just throw up some text over black," and that'll sum up the rest of this. Where this one, I thought they did a really good job. The reason why they did the framework of the bookends of the uh, in the modern day nineteen it was supposed to be 1987 is because that documentary is all about them just going to the reunion. So I think that was the impetus of why they have that be the beginning and then the end. And have the rest. Because obviously the documentary is just them going to the reunion and then them talking about what happened in the past, where this is them going to the reunion, showing you what happened, and then them getting inducted to the Hall of Fame. No, I get that. casting, though, for the... Yeah, for the older versions are awesome i know they dubbed gina davis did the lines of the older version of herself but that woman still remarkably looks like an older version of gina davis yeah i agree yeah yeah and when i first saw that when i was younger i i thought that was gina davis Mm -hmm. like they just did makeup until actually until reading up on it now i didn't know they dubbed the voices like tom hanks did philadelphia this and then forrest gump in the amount of like three years he was on fire. Literally. Literally. Still on fire. Still burning. Smells. Starting Where do you guys put this in all the baseball movies I mean, you've it's seen? it's definitely up there. Like, if you were to rank this, like, top ten, would this be... I don't really like doing that. One, two, or would this be down towards the bottom? All right, what do you what do you want to do? Apples and a pine tree. Is this more an apple or more a pine tree? What's wrong with pine trees? You're putting all the baseball movies together, so that's like... Pride of the Yankees, which is about Lou Gehrig, starring Gary Cooper. Um, you're putting like Major League, which is a pretty ridiculous comedic movie. Um, even though 
League of Their Own has a lot of comedic moments. I don't know if I would call it a comedy. No. I wouldn't. I guess I would. Because I'm trying to think, like, it's it's more comedy than drama, but... I would say more comedy than drama, yeah. yeah. Is it, though? I mean, because, I mean, at the core of the story is the sisters, I mean... I mean, not even just baseball movies, but sports movies. I mean, most both sports movies, to me, are pretty decent. You have to go out of your way to make a bad one. I think Any Given Sunday is one of the few sports movies that I despise. Yeah, that one. That one's really uh, bad. But yeah, League of Their Own is definitely... As, as you said, Nick, like, I can... I can watch this movie anytime. It's got excellent pacing. It's really heartfelt. The acting's superb. Um, I'm really glad. I don't know if any of you have seen it, but there's a, an extended version of the scene where Tom Hanks is hitting fly ball is hitting balls from the machine. He's like, ah, oh, you yeah. hit like a girl. That yeah. Gina Davis's character Dottie comes up and talks to him and criticizes him on his hitting. And they end up kissing, and then she ends up slapping him, thus going farther with yeah. their relationship. But that kind of solidifies it. I'm, I like the fact that we don't have to see that in the movie. And I think what I really like about this is that a lot of sports movies follow a formula where it's either a new coach or or misfit team come together, and they're misfit up until the sixty minute mark, and then they start oh. We we like each other. Oh well, yeah, we'll play hard. They needed one key whether it's player, prejudiced or it's just yeah, that one key player, that one key moment, or this right. player, uh, you know, finally stepped up, kind of a thing. But this one doesn't, and I don't know if it's probably more because it's just based. Yeah, off, this movie doesn't follow off, that. Yeah, it doesn't. It's they. Spoiler alert! If you haven't seen this 1992 movie, but they <laughs> lose the World Series at the end. They follow the the peaches this whole entire time and then gina davis's or uh dotty's dotty henson's sister kit wins the world series after she's traded mm-hmm. to where if this was following a formula it would have been the peaches that won the won the the world yeah. series well and also something you mentioned where like so, they start off and they got to be ragtag you get an element of that because jimmy dugan's a terrible manager at the beginning and he comes around but even with the team Gina Davis steps up, puts them right. in the uh, the lineup that they need to be in, and they do well. They win the first game. Like it's not like a series of games. Like oh, they've got the talent, but if only someone could wrangle them together to be better. Which yeah, it's glad not to have that kind right. of overdrawn out, overdone storyline in this. I think it's funny how much they travel, and there's only four teams in the league. Yeah, I thought that was weird too. Six teams like after every. No, there's no, only there's four. four. There's four teams. Let me research it. Pretty sure there's six. Pretty sure you're wrong, Ricky. Just like there won't be shield anymore. Because if he he says at the beginning, if you don't see your name on one of those five sheets of paper, whichever reason there's five, since there's four teams. There was four teams. The fifth was for the cut Sixty-four. Anyway. No, I thought it was... I, I like it. I think it's a good movie. I could do without the, the beginning and the end. Um, But I... Uh, now, yeah, now I like the bookends. I like the, the flashback, the reminiscing. So you'd rather it just be white text on a black screen going, oh, by the way, they were all... Or just nothing. I mean, like, if you're, if you're not, you know, intelligent enough to, to know that this had actually happened during World War II, then, you know then you shouldn't know. You know what I mean? Like, ah, no. Come on, dude. 
No, you can't. You can't cater to the lowest common denominator. (laughs) No, that's not catering. They did it really well. Mm -hmm. Catering would have been just black text or white text on a black screen. That would have been just. They didn't care at all, but they really cared, and they did a really good job. And a pretty significant part of the movie is the fact that the only reason that women's baseball existed and happened is because of World War II and the major leaguers, the big stars, going off to war. Right. So to not mention that would have been terrible storytelling. No, no, I'm not talking about that. No, he's he's talking about the end, the whole Hall of Fame induction. Yeah. Where they where they go yeah, to the no, go to the open. Like, no, I think that's awesome. I could do without it. Bet you could. I want to see you make a fan edit where you take that out. Oh, it would end perfectly. I'd put white text in a black background. These people got indicted. I'd even do <laughs> I would do... No, I'd, I'd go a step further. I'd do the freeze frame for every, like, um, character. major character in the in the story. And then do the uh, text. She went yeah. on to... Yeah. She went on to coach Little League and... She has a big family in Chicago. Yeah, this is a now. motion picture. Quit She's making dead. me read. I'm just saying. I <clears throat> I would have been. Fine. I want to uh, see those moving pictures. Like if it was just the period piece of them playing through, regardless if it happened, if it were true or not. Because realistically, who gives a shit if this really happened or not? Because it's a movie. So, like, I don't care. Well, I mean, the story's fabricated anyway. I mean, there's Dottie was not Dottie Henson. It was she was called something else, and the woman it's, was a, yeah, woman like, looked like a dude. That was the real life version. Well, duh. Did not look like Gina Davis. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm also sad that the the girl that played Kit, mm-hmm. the only other movie I know her Tank from girl. is Tank Girl. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. Ooh. Like that, I feel bad for her because like Gina Davis went oh, on to have a fairly successful. From? Well, she had um, a successful still, career before uh, before the movie. She had already done Earthworms right. Are Easy, The Fly, Soap Dish, Beetlejuice, 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 Beetlejuice. And now he's here. But yeah, like at the, it's just sad because it's like I know that girl, and I'm like, where do I know that girl? I'm like, oh wow, Tank Girl. That's where I know her uh, from. Something I I might have, I might have caught another time watching it but at the beginning when jimmy dugan first comes in and betty spaghetti has the card from her husband and uh the girl from canada is like oh can i see that and she's like yeah but be careful if anything happened to it george would come back uh and kill me and then tom hanks jimmy dugan rips up the card and you're like oh man he just destroyed that card her husband's gonna be so pissed well spoiler her husband's the one that dies so he never gets to hear about it right yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just little smart things like that. Oh, that's sad. I know we were talking about another podcast, like little things like that that maybe if you don't even recognize or think of during the movie, it just makes it a better movie. Marla Hooch. I wouldn't go that far. Hooch. No. <clears throat> you, you would take out the beginning. You would take out any connectivity in a White movie. White text, black screen. Add more Predator 2s. <laughs> he comes to... Hey, man, if you got the formula right, why mess it up, you know? But see, that's the thing is... That is too Why many I mess movies. It up? There's too many movies like that making me read. I don't want to read. Is there, Ricky? Yes. Do, is there? But those movies Dewey sell. toxins like that. God. Walking hard. Walk hard. Walking hard. What's the name of that movie? Walking walk, hard? Walk the lard. Walk the lard. Walking hard. Oh, walk we got two lard. viewers. 
Just oh, someone else has joined in to watch Bucket him. of lard. Now one viewer. No, no, they're there. No, two viewers. Anywho. Back to back, the show. Back to the show. Back, back to the show. Back, back to the show. All right. Um, do you want to do favorite lines? Sure, I'll do favorite lines. Uh, mine was the... Nick, mine go. Mine was... Um, uh, well, I mean, I guess... The main line from this is there's no crying in baseball. That's a legendary line from this movie. But mine I really liked when um, they're getting ready to head to a game and Jimmy Dugan, Tom Hanks' character, is walking out to the bus and the kids run up to him. And they're like, Dugan, Dugan, can I have an autograph? Can I have an autograph? He's like, sure. And he scribbles down something avoid on the wall the clap. and then he runs away and then the kid stops and reads it. And he's like, avoid the clap, Jimmy yeah. Dugan. That's good advice. Thanks. <laughs> good advice. So among the thousands of other classic lines, that, that is one of them. Of course, John any Lovett any says. line that John yeah. Lovett said was, he uh, was uh, classic. Yeah, like every... Good. And I always want to get this. I never have... Because for whatever reason, my DVD copy... I don't know why. I don't know if yours guys has this, but it doesn't have English nope. subtitles. Yeah, mine doesn't either. It's like okay. super old DVD. It has Spanish, but, but anyway. But a lot of times I'll watch I'll, I'll watch movies with the subtitles on, just uh, for lines that like if it's like really hard to hear some of the, the like the dialects or whatever. But this one I I just turned on. I wanted to turn on because on the train John Lovitz is uh, like it's right when he's leaving talking to the salesman. Yeah, talking to the salesman. And then he sees the girls running, and he leans over to a woman, and she goes, "Sir, your knee." This is my and favorite he goes, line. I hitch. No, 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 no. I don't get favorite. what he says. This what is does my he say? Line from the movie. And she goes, "Sir, your knee," and he goes, "Like it?" That's what he says. Yeah, yeah. That's my favorite line from the movie. Really? <laughs> yes. But I mean, wow. I picked that because I mean. Avoid the clap, Jimmy Dugan is my favorite line in the movie. And like I said, any lines that John Lovett says that would you shut up? Um, any of those that he says to them in the barn are classic. But yeah, yeah. I love the uh, sir, your knee like it because he's kneeing her in the crotch. He's rubbing it on her vagina. <laughs> wow. Let me draw That's you a diagram. Yeah, no, no, no. Right. I get it. So I can never. <laughs> I never knew what he said, and I never could get there subtitles on it. Well, now I you know. really You're like welcome. this movie now. Oh, is that was that what puts you over? <laughs> mm. I honestly never knew what that line was. I always heard "I I hitch," and I was like, "What the hell does that mean?" What's an I hitch? I'll say one thing: they can run. Weird. I hitch. Well, you're not taking her because she's not pretty. Um, Eric. My favorite line. <laughs> Well, other than the, the uh, you know, avoid the clap. Um, General when him and Dottie are sitting on the bus next to each other and yeah. he goes to grab his flask and she snatches it out of his hand and gives him the Coke. He says, these don't go together? Pepsi. Yeah. Whatever, Ricky. God damn it. No, it fucking doesn't. Just like the beginning and the end oh, of this yeah. movie. It doesn't fucking matter. I don't think it, I don't think Whoa. it matters. Whoa! Um. Whoa! 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 Wait, whoa! So you're, whoa! Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Whoa! Well, Continue. Wait. No, please, Ricky, go. No. No, I was just gonna say, <laughs> if you must, Coke and Pepsi. Well, it doesn't yeah. matter. Anyway, so when she hands of, him the, the running Pepsi, out of tea, 
um, he says, these don't go together. Thank you. And I like that line because it makes me wonder what the fuck he's drinking out of the flask that doesn't go with Coke or Pepsi. Like, what what liquor could you possibly think of at that time that didn't mix with Coke or Pepsi? Right. So I think why that, that line is even more humorous is because men would never mix alcohol. Tequila. That was a feminine thing. That was a female thing that became more acceptable. Yeah, because men, if you drank liquor, you drank it straight up. You drank vodka on the rocks or martini with some olive juice. Yeah, ex- yeah drank, especially in those days. Vodka, it's just vodka. If it's gin, it's just gin. If it's whiskey, it's just whiskey. Bourbon, just bourbon. So I think that's the joke is, like, nowadays it's commonly acceptable for that to be a oh, mix okay. you know, Jack and Coke. So. Or Jack and Pepsi. But yeah, for back then, he's like, ah, these two don't go together. All right, well, then I, I changed my mind. <laughs> you actually like the movie less now. Well, no, that makes... Th- no, that makes perfect sense. Like, I never thought of it that way. I just... I, the first thing I thought was like, what are you drinking, like, hand soap? Like, <laughs> why do these mix? Sanitizer! <laughs> so it was Coke? Uh, Out of all, all right, the so things I, it could have possibly been. when... Uh, uh, well, what doesn't go with the Coke or Pepsi? Um, <laughs> my, all right, so then my favorite That's line the first thing you went to. is when May is teaching uh, Baker how to read. Yeah. And when she realizes what she, what Shirley's reading. It's Shirley, right? Shirley? Yeah. Shirley Baker. Shirley Baker. Yeah. What she's reading, like, May gives her yeah. that look like. Shirley and Baker, then yeah. says, the that, it, gets wet, it gets better after this. Yeah. As it goes on or something. It gets better yeah, as like, it goes on. Delivery guy walks in. <laughs> yeah, and the delivery guy walks in. <laughs> Just yeah, all the acting. Like that, like, that's pretty funny. Oh, Stillwell Angel is hilarious. When you're gonna lose, you're gonna lose. We're not gonna lose. We're gonna win. Yeah. And he throws the glove at him. <laughs> yeah, and another. I mean, another favorite line is um, after the. There's no crying in baseball. Is when the umpire comes over and he's like, Jimmy, I. I suggest that you treat each one of these women like they were your own mother. And then as the umpire turns, he goes, you know, you look like a little penis in a hat. I heard that, Jimmy. Oh, no, no. You misunderstood. You misunderstood me. No, you're out, Jimmy. You're out. Again, God, this movie's so quotable when uh, Ira Lowenstein um, comes down and he's like, yeah, until you scratch the balls in the third inning, we didn't know if you were drunk or dead and he's like he's like my job was made abundantly clear i come out i wave my little hat (laughs) he's like could we pay you to be any more disgusting he's like well sure could use the money (laughs) so here's um here's shay's uh extensive report on a league of their own uh he said he loves the movie he thinks it extremely holds up that watch it at any time period um Great Fuck acting, Jay. great cast, great directing, story script. <laughs> That's not what he said. He didn't say that. Oh, oh. Um, his his favorite line is "There's no crying in baseball." Uh, and wow, real original, Shay. He's going off of reels out of five reels. He gives it. He gives it a four out of five reels. I thought we were doing thumbs up. Shut up, Eric. <laughs> Shut up, Richard. So, well, yeah, rating. we did thumbs up. Thumbs up. So, how many reels do you give it? Four out of five. Bastard. It's no Winter Soldier. Five. Nick? Oh, God. You're kidding, right? Five out of five. Eric? 
What? Eric said it's no Winter Soldier. Who? You're kidding, yeah, right? No, it's no Winter oh. Soldier. <laughs> you think Winter Soldier is objectively a better movie than It's Winter not Soldier. Winter Soldier. That's No, it's true. It's a true statement. It's not Winter Soldier. That's a good point. Nick raises a very excellent point. There's no superhero in this movie. <laughs> well, I'm not going to take... I'm out! I'm, I'm out. not going to say that you're being serious saying Captain America Winter Soldier is a better movie than this. I'll just take that as sarcasm. All right, if that helps you sleep at night. So what, what rating did you... I'm not the one with night terrors. I gave it five out of five. I give it five, five out, out of five, five as well. I give it five out of five reels. Oh, the amount of times I can the rewatch. This is a movie I can watch. Yeah, I can watch this over and over Where? and over. Um, I think it holds up. Uh, there's nothing really that that dates it because even the bookends they were set earlier than the movie actually came out. The movie came out in '92. The bookends were supposed to be 1987. So there's nothing about this that feels dated, but sometimes that's easier to do with doing a vintage piece. <laughs> My final thoughts, I've already said, I can. it's one of those movies I can watch over and over. It's it's one It sits in the front row of my DVDs because I watch it so much. Um, but, and it's very quotable. You can, you can say a quote from this movie and pretty much everybody knows which film you're talking about. Uh, and I've never met anybody that's disliked the film at all. Um, it's one of my top, I put it in the top, one of my top, top five baseball films. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really, I really enjoy this movie. Um, I don't think I enjoy it as much as you guys do. I'm not really a big fan of sports movies. Um, mainly because of Nick, what you had mentioned earlier about the formula or while well, you both did actually. Um, that's usually one of the reasons why I don't like it, but I mean, cause like major league definitely follows right that formula yeah. but major right so i mean i like this movie i enjoy it i think it's good but uh, it's not um did it in did it win any awards um it won the the dewey cox walking hard oh <laughs> <laughs> it's just walk hard it's not walking hard that's what i said walking hard where's the money where does the money come from where's the money come from walk hard all right nick it's your turn what's that Pick for my next pick? week. You are we doing the pick. Mm-hmm. My pick this week is I've never heard of it. Rum roll. It is has Bruce Willis in it. Ugh, Armageddon. Yes, yeah, sci-fi. The no. Fifth Element. I love this uh. movie. Damn it! Multipass. Mm. I'll. S- Ricky didn't like it. Good. Yeah, it's all right. So Multipass. happy. I mean, you got right, you got right, Gary uh, Gary Oldman. I like Gary I like that it's there's. Some, I'm guessing I like Jay that probably digs this movie. Probably not. You don't think he likes it? I don't think he does. Yeah, yeah I, would, I would say. Yeah, from I don't think he does. Really? Is there a first, a second, and a third, and a fourth element? No, there's not. Dad, no. Are you sure? Am I going to be able to follow this story? Uh, so until then, make sure you go to real90.com and check up on past episodes. All right. I'm Ricky Glore. I'm Eric Hunter. I'm Nick Prince. And this has been Real 90. Catch you next time. And that was Real, Real 90. 90. Check the website. This Real. Real. Hey. R-E-L-90. Uh,